What if you knew then what you know now? And was there ever a time when you were sorry, but not really? Welcome to True Stories, a podcast about epiphanies and meltdowns, moments of clarity, and the things you wish didn't happen, but are kind of glad they did. All stories are true as remembered by the storyteller. I'm your host, Maya Hernandez. True Stories is a collaboration between the broadcast journalism and drama programs at Maricosta High School. And now, another true story by Fiona Okita. Hello, my name is Fiona Okita, and I believed in Santa Claus until I was 16. Uh, There was no reason not to. My parents were big on Christmas, and they were always involved in the magic with, you know, normal cookies and milk and carrots and nutcrackers everywhere. And I would wake up and my father would have the video camera in my face and let's go open presents. And I just, that was, that was, that was it. Just growing up like that every single year. And it was so exciting. Like all the presents from Santa were in this special Santa gift wrap. So I knew they were from Santa. And there was no reason not to believe in him. My parents enjoyed the magic, and they were always so lively about it. And then one day, one Christmas when I was nine, okay, this shouldn't matter, but it did to little me, um, I got Gryffindor gear instead of Ravenclaw, because I was a Ravenclaw. And I thought, Santa would know that I'm a Ravenclaw. So that's when I started to get suspicious, and I know it's really silly. And then two years later, my friend said that he wasn't going to tell his kids that Santa's real, because that would be lying. And then I got in this big mental crisis when I was 11, like, is he real? Oh my god. So I started getting really paranoid. When I was 13, I didn't tell my parents what I wanted for Christmas at all. I wrote little notes, and I gave them to my um, family members at Thanksgiving, I said, you will get me this. You will get me this. Because I did not want my parents to know at all. I wanted them to be totally in the dark. Um, because I didn't want them to, to, I wanted Santa to guess, because he would know. Um, it got bad, because, um, 2017, my letter to Santa was in base 64, which is a code, if you don't know. And then, the year after that, it got worse. I was 15 years old, writing my letter to Santa. I converted it to base 64, and then binary. And then guess what? I got grid paper, and red squares were zeros, and green squares were ones. This is how legit, I crazy, I went. And I was, every single year, I was begging my parents to tell me is Santa real? And they were just, yeah, he's real. And I was like, what do you want from me? And then one day I was in the back room. We have a cluttered room with just a bunch of miscellaneous stuff. No one goes there. And I saw the wrapping paper, the Santa wrapping paper. And it was just a quick glance. And then a moment of of recognition. And I was like, nope. No, no, no. Put that aside. I didn't see that. And I didn't. I forgot. I actually forgot that I saw it. And then in the summer when I was home alone, I went into my parents' room to find this Japanese bamboo ear cleaning thingy. And um, and then I just started looking through their room. 
And I found all of my letters to Santa. And I was so sad. I was crushed. I was crying all over their room. But then in the same closet, I found their wedding album. And I looked at the photos. And I started crying. And I was like, maybe I shouldn't hate them. Because... Oh, well, okay. So now I have proof that Santa isn't real. But... How am I going to tell my parents, like, just, hey, I'm 16 years old, and I, and now I know that Santa isn't real? Like, that's so awkward. So what I did is on Christmas 2019, I wrote this letter to Santa. Dear Santa, okay, let's do this one last time. Believe it or not, this is my 17th Christmas, even though I'm 16. Wow, let's cut to the sh chase, Sal. Rewind. Wow, let's cut to the chase, shall we? Every single year, I have a tiny crisis about whether you are real or not. I've been really secretive writing your letters in code, which must have been fun to decipher. I mean, come on, codes? Anyway, I have noticed that all the presents I receive from you are usually wrapped in paper with your face on it. Well, I found a roll of that exact wrapping paper in the back of the blue room earlier in the year. I pretended that I didn't see it and went on with life. I even forgot which was the goal. Yet, the issue could not be avoided on July 13th of 2019. I was home alone and uh, wanted this Japanese ear-cleaning thingy from my parents' room. I looked around and found all my letters to you, kept in my parents' closet. I was crushed, devastated. I believed in you so much that my parents ha were so adamant that they didn't pretend to be you. I was mad at my parents and kind of ashamed, but what else could they do? Tell their now 16-year-old kid that Santa doesn't exist? Then I felt really stupid that I hadn't known earlier. Most kids stopped believing in you at around 8 years old, and I started feeling really bad because my parents were probably really stressed and exhausted from trying to keep this up for years. Maybe they thought I was dumb for not knowing sooner? I felt bad for my parents spending more money on presents. Everything just sucked. Then, in the same place that I found the Santa letters, I found their wedding album. I cried at a photo of my mother at the top of the stairs and my father serenading her at the bottom. I love my parents and shouldn't be mad at them for pretending to be you, Santa. Also, tomorrow morning is the last time I will act for my father's video recorder. It is so cheesy now and not worth it. I don't have fun with it anymore. All the fake, over-exaggerated reactions. I want to relax and spend time with my family. With the video comb... With the video recorder, my parents feel like they can't interact or even be in the frame. It's just not natural or fun anymore. This is the last year for the video recorder. <sighs> even though I have all the evidence not to believe in you, I guess I still do. Plus, the whole point of Christmas is giving anyway. So every single person is basically doing your job already, giving thoughtful gifts. Santa isn't a specific magical identity, Santa is every friend and family member who goes out of their way to think of you. Hopefully that makes sense. So, Santa, this is my last letter to you. You have millions of more important houses to visit. All those children are waiting to receive well-deserved de well gifts from you. But, just in case you do exist still hoping here, here's my list. I would like pins. More time. Willpower. Strength. No monster thighs. Abs. Less anxiety. Self-love. Fast forward! 2020! 
Easter! Usually we have plastic eggs with an Easter egg hunt inside and little clues. I came home from an all-day outing and there was a neon green egg on the front porch and I opened it up and it was empty. And then I went into my room and there was another big yellow one and it was also empty. And then my parents walked into the room and my mom sat next to me and my dad was standing in front of me. And he was like, Fiona, Santa, and the Tooth Fairy, and the Easter Buddy aren't real. And I was like, yeah, I, I know. And he was so serious about it, staring me down. And my mother next to me on the bed started crying and hugging me because apparently she said my childhood was over. And I was so humiliated and confused at the same time. Like, the whole point that I wrote the letter to Santa is so this could go un-un-unspoken. Please. It was so embarrassing, and I, I didn't want any confrontation. I'm still really sour about it. But, um, what else could they have done? I'm really scared for when I'm gonna be a parent and maybe have to play the whole Santa charade. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Thanks to our performers for telling their stories. Faculty advisors are Jonathan Westerberg and Michael Hernandez. Find out more about this collaborative project on our Instagram at mediaarts underscore MCHS.